to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water with Lemon, recording live from the Gen A Studios. Uh, it's a uh, casual Friday morning, wicked relaxed. Uh, Going to be able to hit the carpool lane again today with Shalom. Pretty huge. Uh, on today's agenda, so going to see uh, Jack Johnson this Sunday playing at uh, Doheny Beach. Should be a pretty good time. Haven't seen him in a while. Um, but it brings up the age-old do we love it topic. Do we love bands that start on time? Well, basically it should be do we love bands that don't start on time? Because I don't... I don't know when I've been to a show before where they actually do start on time. And the problem is, is like, if they were all consistently late, that would be helpful, you know? If they say, like, all right, like, show starts today, but, like, really, like, you know, every band starts 45 minutes late, then that would help. Um, so, I mean, I get it, you know, you got to get everybody in the door. Um, got to get people riled up. But at the same time, like... I could get behind a band that starts on time. Like, I I would appreciate it. I actually think they would get more... The stadium would fill up more if if they started on time, if that was their rep. Uh, Because then when the show starts, like, you know, maybe you got, like... It's, like, 70% full because, like, people don't know when it's actually starting. Um, I mean, I'm just thinking of, like, going to, like, a Red Sox game and, like, they say, like, the game starts at 7 and then, like, they take the field at 7.45. Like, just doesn't make sense. So, yeah, so I'm out on bands starting on, not, out on bands not starting on time. Um, that, that's all I got. I mean... Yeah, no, that's all I got. I mean, the other thing is I'm not a musician, so I guess it's tough for me to relate on that regards. Um, maybe you got to get in a zone or have the right amount of beers before you go out or something. So maybe that has something to do with it. But always, always been a concern of mine. All right. Next on the agenda. This was a write-in from... Julian, dear doctor, do we love haters? That's a tough one. Because maybe without haters, there's no lovers. Because everything's all relative. Um, I mean, haters, you know, it's just something you got to deal with. It's what, uh, it what, it's what gives us some grit, some thick skin. Um, so yeah, I think, I think, uh, haters, uh, maintain a natural balance within, within the world. We're doing, we're doing straight up rapid fire right now. All right. 
And then we have another write-in from Randall the Vandal. Do we love talking to toll booth people? I am a big fan of it. Uh, I'm sure as some have heard before, uh, a toll booth person is less likely to commit suicide if you speak seven or more words to them. So definitely something to take into consideration. We all have to do our part. Um, but at the same time, it's a lot of small talk. Like you got to think from the toll booth perspective, like sometimes, like maybe the toll booth person doesn't want to talk to anybody. Maybe they're like, they're listening to like a good podcast while they're doing their job or, you know, something like that. It's kind of like when I actually, yeah. So when I go to, uh, when I go to the gym, yeah, I said it, I'm in shape, whatever, MBD. Uh, there is a parking lot attendant, and you have to, like, give them your ticket. So I, like, get in my car, and I'm, like, listening to my book on tape. And I, I like, roll up, and, like, the book on tape's going. And, like, I hand them my ticket, and I'm, like, listening to my book on tape. But, like, I'm trying to talk to them. And uh, it's just it's just a tough sitch. So like, I mean, I don't like interrupting my book on tape, but I definitely feel the obligation to talk. So now I'm putting myself in their shoes and I'm thinking maybe they're just firing off a book on tape that I don't know about and they want to listen to it and I'm ruining that experience. But at the same time, maybe they're really lonely in their booth and you know, somebody should be talking to them. Plus overall human interaction definitely a positive thing uh yeah i can always get behind some good human interaction it's it's good to uh you know shoot the shit with uh strangers shalom do you uh do do you talk to toll booth people i can't remember the last time i was like in the position to speak to a toll booth person because nowadays they don't have them well they're less common that's true that's true just taking those back roads. <laughs> Me taking the back roads? Yeah. D- definitely not trying to take the toll road. Um, but yeah, if if there is somebody there, usually I I prefer to be pleasant. Just a simple acknowledgement though. <laughs> I recognize that you are a human being too. Right. Now let me pass. <laughs> What if they said, thou shall not pass? I would love it. I would love that. We need more people like that in the world. Maybe I'll be a toll booth guy. Just for the day. I could see myself putting in a year or two. No, you can't. It'd be pretty casual. Get a lot of books on tape done with. <laughs> All right. Final topic. It's a little bit of a two-parter. Do we love Irish goodbyes in part B? Is it an Irish goodbye if you say bye to the bouncer walking out of the bar? Well, I'll kick us off. I love a good Irish goodbye. 
I think it's the only way to say bye. Um, well, I think an Irish goodbye is huge if you are leaving in a pair or a group of three, maybe four. Anything more than that, it's extremely noticeable if like five people leave the situation. Um, but I think, but then also, I think if you're like constantly Irish goodbying solo, kind of weird. It's definitely a little weird, definitely a little sketchy, borderline pervy, who knows. Um, but with a group of two or three, I think it's perfect because one of like my, the most awkward situation you can be in in life almost on a regular basis is like if you're at a bar with your significant other and then the two of you are leaving and I say bye to, to one person and then she's taking a longer time to say bye to other people, I'm still like in the room with the person I said bye to, very uncomfortable, very uncomfortable. The only thing more uncomfortable is walking out of a bar saying bye to somebody and then you both walk in the same direction to your car. Extremely uncomfortable, extremely uncomfortable. That's why everybody take out the notepad. This is a do we love it tip that will go a long way. If you walk out with somebody and you drove there separately before you say bye, when you walk out the door, I do this now. I do this. Before I say bye, I go, oh, I'm parked right there. And I point out exactly where my car is strictly to avoid this. Because then if they park, they're like, oh, I'm parked there. Then like we start walking in that direction. And then when we get to Splitsville, USA, that's when I say bye. I just, the uncomfortableness of saying bye and then walking in the same direction is enough to almost kill me. Um, so Irish goodbying is a great way to avoid that. Uh, Shalom, how do you how do you feel? Um, I actually think it's really funny when that happens. It doesn't make me uncomfortable, and it's happened a few times to me. And I'm just like, "Well, just get in," you know. And then it's a little bonding moment. Um, but I am a big fan of Irish goodbyes and. I was actually known for it uh, prior to having a boyfriend. I would go places solo, like meet up with friends, and I would literally like duck into the crowd and like basically crawl out of places. Shalom, um, I think that's called getting lost. <laughs> no, I wanted to leave, <laughs> but I didn't like want to round everybody up and say goodbye. Um, so yeah, I'm a fan of Irish goodbyes, but it depends on the circumstance. Like if I'm out with friends, I'll do it. But if it's like a, like a family gathering, obviously I'm not going to just leave without saying anything. I don't know. It just depends. It's a good point. Definitely needs to be a, uh, a time and a place tough to be like Irish goodbying at like a funeral or something. <laughs> yeah. Which would be a power move. Where did you go? Um, which leads us back to part B. 
which was inspired by you a couple weeks ago. Is it an Irish goodbye if you say bye to the bouncer? Shame. Uh, yeah. Still an Irish goodbye. I don't know. I don't know either, actually. I want to set, like, I'm leaning towards, yes, it's an Irish goodbye because you're, you're Irish good, who are you Irish goodbying? Oh, uh, I guess it's, I the guess the Irish. you said hello to originally. You can't say goodbye to somebody. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the other thing, too, is that it, now you get into the whole philosophical debate on this of how well do you know the bouncer? I mean, is it just some random guy or is it, or are you a drunk that goes to this bar every week? In our situation, we're drunks that go to this bar every week, so he's more than a bouncer. I mean, this is the kind of guy that IDs everybody and then he looks at us and just gives us a head nod and we get in there without ID. So to say goodbye to him is to say goodbye to a friend. And to say goodbye to a friend is not an Irish goodbye. Mic drop. Yeah, we, we have to be polite to him. And I, he's very similar to, like, the toll booth guy. Like, I want to acknowledge him as a human being. That's true. But a much better person to have on your side than the toll booth guy. Yeah, agreed. All right. Well, that's all we have for today. Um, just appreciate the write-ins from everybody. Trying to find a little jam. Uh, Shalom, do you have anything to add before we leave? Just, I hope everyone has a fun weekend. That's it. <laughs> wow, that was electric. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate all the write-ins. Keep those coming. Uh, Hope everybody is enjoying the carpool editions. Hope nobody thinks that Shalom is Yoko Ono. Um, And on that note, have a great weekend.